I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And, and we're, we're the House Dads. Dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians, friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. And we're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 29 of the House Dads podcast. Got a good one in store for you today. Uh, please bear with me. Um, I'm just getting back from church camp. A little sleepy. Then. A little sleepy. Uh, Taking 106 students and 146 people over to Panama City uh, has a certainly, it carries along with it its stressors. Um, Thankfully, you get to come home and just knock out and take a nap. Yeah, exactly. All day. Just relax. Yeah, let no, the kids figure it out. Completely back to the <laughs> grind. But uh, no, it was incredible. We had a great weekend. Uh, it was a powerful weekend. Those Honestly, camps are fun, man. Yeah, and the students were really incredible. The leaders we had were incredible. My my sweet little grandmother, she, her car broke down. Oh, so immediately when I got home, she hadn't been to Walmart, and uh, and so I got home. All the kids, all, all the kids' parents came, picked them up off the bus. And I ran to get grandma and go to Walmart. And I'm telling you, it was the coolest thing. Uh, my grandmother, she's 85. Okay. You would never Still be able drives? to tell it. Yep. Okay. You would Obviously. never be able to tell it. She literally, she's lived with me and my parents the entire, uh, my entire life. Mm-hmm. And you would never be able, like, I, she's looked the same my entire life. That's right? awesome. She just hadn't aged. She's deaf. Oh. She's been deaf her entire life, okay. too. And I think there's something to be said about that, that, like, she doesn't age. Yeah. She doesn't have a whole lot of stress. Because she literally tunes out the world. She tunes it out, right? I mean, she has to. But when I took her to Walmart the other day, dude, every corner, because that's her little social spot. Ah. Every corner we took, she, all these workers are coming she up to knew her, giving her a hug, <laughs> loving on her. And as we're checking out, this lady said, I just love her so much. She brightens my Aww. day every day. That's and it was just so cool. It was a good refresher. It honestly gave me a bunch of energy, even even though I'm exhausted. But I'm feeling good. There you I'm go. I'm feeling really refreshed, even though I'm physically tired. Yeah. Well, he looks good, everybody. If you're on YouTube, Appreciate you that. can see he still looks chipper. That's it. Still looks tan, rested, and ready. We try and definitely got a nice little tan. Yeah. Nice I'm glad that tan. was fun. I've been on both sides of camp on uh, student level and being a leader. Right. Um, and it's exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. Yeah. When you get older, you're like, all right, I do want to sleep, but I want this to be fun. But Right. It's tough to come back to the real life. That's right. That's right. But today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think, well, it definitely applies to everybody because yeah. everybody's experienced uh-huh. some type of change. So we're going to be talking about today, embracing change. And I think one of the things that we were talking about before this, that a lot of times when people implement new things and change comes, it, it can get a little controversial, yeah. right? I mean, I don't think there's any there's anything that's ever come about that people are all, everybody are, are in agreement of wow, this was good. We really needed yeah. this. We wanted this. Right. Uh, but the thing that kind of sparked this topic, which I do think every, everybody actually was in an agreement with, is that Baton Rouge has a hockey team now. Yes. It is, uh, it's the Baton Rouge Zydeco. Right. Which, you know, I think people are pumped about, but everyone is in agreement that the logo and the branding is terrible. It fell short. Man. Right. So Big time. that is something that has come about, and everyone is kind of just saying, all right, you could have done a lot better than yeah. that. You could have hired somebody differently. Um, but, it's again, it's changed. It's something new. So everyone's kind of – same with, with Pelicans. I feel like when the Pelicans came out, yeah. people were like, that name sucks. Yeah, and it's totally worn on me. I love I the Pelicans. Do. I'm I good at the Pelicans. I think it's representative of, like, the whole state. Yeah. That's the issue with – I know it's the Baton Rouge – Hockey team, but like Zydeco yeah, to me doesn't more, even, that's not even Baton Rouge. It's kind of Lafayette. Yeah, and so it just doesn't really 
apply and there were so many others like baton rouge red sticks like the hockey analogy it was we are the red sticks I mean, that's a home run dude. yeah so it's gotten some pushback yeah. um and then another new thing that has come about in the social media world which uh, i don't know if you've hopped on it yet i had to ask you because i'm a boomer you <laughs> it's know, uh, so. it's threads which yeah. is basically in a nutshell instagram's version of twitter right is that kind of like myspace no, <laughs> that was way better. You could choose your song on that. The top eight at MySpace. Oh, man, how toxic would that be? It was days? really brutal. Yeah. Um, man, imagine having a MySpace for your brokerage. And you no. Put the top eight agent. I, oh, I guess you could use that as leverage of like, hey, top eight this month, you get the yeah. – either way, that's off topic. But, yeah, Threads has come about. It's a new social media platform. And, of course, with anything that's new, people are – some of them are hopping on. Some of them are like, you know, a little bitter. I don't want another thing i got to keep track right. of or implement right. or learn about. So there's always constantly just new things that are coming about or just changes to what you're already doing that come about. And it's always met with resistance. Right, right. It's like that's one thing I noticed. It, it always has – nobody's in agreement. Half the crowd is for it. Half the crowd is against it. Yeah, and I think the older I've gotten – the more resistant to change maybe I've become. Yeah. And one of the things that's been frustrating me the most lately about change is the way that we watch TV nowadays. Yeah. I used to like just that everybody had access to the same channels. Yeah. Now you have to have 75 different streaming subscriptions to be able to watch shows. And, and it's not, it just, the amount of time it takes to find a show sometimes uh, yeah. nowadays is just more work then it's even worth. My parents still watch uh, like a live TV, right. whatever streaming platform it is. And they'll right. ask me sometimes, have you seen that commercial where it's like, I was like, I haven't seen I a commercial in a long time. <laughs> right. So exactly. I get you. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking there's like, there's some things in our, whether it's in our lifetime or in the past that have come about that were met with resistance right. that are now just like the norm. Yeah. It's like everybody loves it. Right. So right. came up with a couple, I remembered a few of them. Uh, but I don't know if you remember, whenever Facebook came out with the news feed, do you yeah, remember that? I do. The old days of Facebook, everyone had their own profile, and you had to go to their profile to read what was on their wall, right. look at their photos. And then Facebook came out with this groundbreaking thing called the news feed, right. where you could just check the news feed, and you could see updates of what everyone is doing. Right. And when that came out, so many people were like, this is stalkerish. I don't want people seeing what I'm doing and this and that. It's like, isn't that the whole point of you being can, on here? Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine getting on it without? Now? Like, no. I'd hate to go to everybody's profile to look at stuff. Exactly. It's miserable. Yeah. 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 So not all change is bad. No. That was Even a- when initially it's like, huh, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah. Um, something that may hit home a little more with, with us as well is like our MLS platform, multi right. listing service in the real estate industry for realtors that we use. I don't know when it was, but they, they changed like platforms or servers or something and good gracious yeah predominantly you know i feel like the real estate industry is a little older demographic right um and they hated change yep. man it was like i had my way of doing things in mls now what is this new thing and obviously now it's the norm and they can use it efficiently but it takes a little learning curve that's a big thing for a lot that. of people i've had like friends just recently having a discussion one works for farm bureau and another one works for demco and they were talking about changes to their software and all that mm-hmm. stuff and they were like, all we've been doing for the last two weeks is learning the learning. new system. It takes you time. Know? Yeah, change, man. It's tough. It's tough. Um, obviously, the internet. It's a big one. <laughs> internet. That People was a were a little little thrown off resistant. by that. Yeah. Thought the um, world was going to end. Yeah, especially in, in 1999, yep. Y2K stuff. That's right. But, hey, we're all using it. Yeah. 
Um, I just had to find a way to fit Thomas Edison into our <laughs> podcast again. Every episode, dude. <laughs> the light bulb? Got to. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there were some people that are, that's witchcraft. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know what resistance there would be to that. It's like yeah. you got light. Yeah. Uh, but that was met with some resistance. Um, the big topic right now is AI, chat GPT. That's big. That is, that's pretty that's relevant big. and still being met with resistance. Yeah, because it's scary. It is scary. You don't know the ends to it. Yep. You know, you start thinking about robots taking over the world. Uh -huh. and, you know, how much information you're giving AI. and Losing jobs. Losing jobs. Losing, you know, kind of the, the ability to write and to think yep. and to create stuff for yourself or just letting AI do it. So it's, yeah, we're in the middle of it right now trying to. You know, people are resisting it. Yeah. Um, right. And then, you know, we're a little deep here, yeah. but of course there are civil rights, women's rights, things in history that, yeah. first is, off, were not very welcomed. Exactly. It's crazy in hindsight to uh -huh. look back and say, oh, wow, these things like, you know, were met with opposition and like wars were actually yeah. fought over these things. But obviously... Uh, change that is initially met with opposition. We've seen it time and time again. It doesn't mean that's a bad thing. Right. Now, not all change is good. Right. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, it is natural for a lot of us to resist yeah. change. And, it, uh, you know, I've noticed that the more resistance, typically it's an older demographic. Sure. Right. It's yeah. an older generation who kind of is used to a way, and they're the ones that are a lot of times most resistant. Right. And I used to be so annoyed at it. I'm like, golly, these people could just embrace the change. Yeah. But I will say, you know, I'm getting pretty old. Yeah. I'm 35. Yeah, super old. <laughs> so, no, you're not, man. Uh, but I've, I've found that I, the older I'm getting, the more I feel like I'm kind of pulling into that resistance. Maybe it's because, like, the older you are, the wiser you are. Not sure. saying I'm wise, but, like, sure. you're, you got a little more discernment or red right. flags about things. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm finding that about myself. Yeah. I don't know if you're in that camp or not. Yeah. I think it's important to like, you know, question, are we just changing for change's sake? Right. Or are we changing because something needs to be fixed or it needs to be improved? Yeah. And so I definitely find myself, the older that I get more resistant to mm -hmm. it. Um, but I think that I've kind of, I, I feel like I've been that way a lot. Yeah. That I am a little bit of a creature of habit and have wanted to, uh, I don't mind taking a risk and mm -hmm. doing uncomfortable things, but I do prefer things to Stay closer to the same. And yeah. I think it's kind of like you touched on earlier. It's like you got to have a desire to learn certain things. Right. Like, like with threads, a new social media thing. I mean, multiple times with TikTok, I've been like, I don't want to learn a new it. thing. I don't want to get on it. And then you're like, well, I do want to evolve business. Exactly. Evolve, you know, relationships. So, but I think it's that, that learning curve that I don't quite want to jump into yet. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but either way, you know, there's multiple reasons why people are resistant to change. And uh, I did a little search. Speaking of AI, I asked our old friend ChatGPT. There we go. Uh, just some, you know, normal, popular, common reasons of why people are so resistant to change. So um, you want to list some of them? Yeah. I mean, so the first one is one way we already talked about is yep. the fear of the unknown. So a lot of people are resistant to change because they already know how things are going currently and – Anytime there's an unknown, that obviously makes people fearful. So that's one reason that people are really resistant to change. Yeah. Second one, I feel like I'm in the middle of right now. It's eating my lunch. Uh, disruption of routine and comfort. Yeah. Uh, our team's going through a lot of transitions right, right now with new admin. We're right. getting into a new office space, new transaction coordinator, which is all for the good. But, like, that shift from the old comfortable to the new, like, you know, you got to take time to train and develop these systems. 
but it's disrupting that routine. Right. I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't my routine. Yep. So it's it's messing me up. It's different, and and that's a, a, another reason that people are resistant to change is because they've had negative past experiences with yep. it. You know, they got kind of PTSD. Uh-huh. That uh, I remember when we changed these systems last time, it was yeah. miserable. Uh-huh. And I just finally learned them, and now we're changing again or something like that. You know, a lot of times people just having bad experiences before, so they don't want to try it again. A friend of mine, uh, we're in a, a fantasy football league. Yes. And uh, it's a dynasty league. Are right. you one of those? I have no dynasty leagues. So I'm in a dynasty league, and we, uh, we've done this for like six years now. I love it. Uh, but we've been talking about the different types of traders like yeah. that we are. Like this yeah. person trades a lot, this one doesn't. But uh, a friend that I was talking to, he he deemed me the scorned lover because he was like, you don't want to get hurt again because right. I've, I've made a trade and it just it, it was a, it was a dumb one and it burned me. Yeah. So like it was a negative past experience. So yep. when I'm trading now, I'm a little like hesitant because I don't want to feel those same things. That's good. And a lot of people have that experience with me in fantasy football because they're like, <laughs> "You beat me, you won me over, and so I'm never trading with you again." <laughs> I'm looking at you, William Lustig. But oh, you know, call him out. Uh, I don't always win. Just, just most, of the, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough. That's it. Uh, next one is lack of understanding. Obviously, it's you know. People just don't understand things. Like I was saying, you don't quite want to take the time to try to understand it. That's right. That's right. And the next one would be fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So resistant to change. It's kind of, you know, um, fear of unknown, fear of failure. It it goes hand in hand where, you know, I'm I'm doing okay with what I'm doing right now. So why change things? Because then I could not be doing okay. Exactly. Um, Next one goes a little deeper. Cognitive dissonance. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Sweet. But that is basically uh, when you meet, when you're met with new things, new challenges, they could kind of conflict with your current beliefs, your current values. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Maybe like with social media, yeah. your values are not to spend a lot of screen time or right. value with your family. When something comes that's new, maybe it conflicts with that. Yeah, I it? think a lot of societal and cultural mm-hmm. impact, like in change, impacts this so that. You know, it, it goes to the next one. The next reason that people are resistant to change is group dynamics. Mm-hmm. Is you've been around a certain amount of people uh, or, or the certain group of people for however long, and so you've started to just think a certain way. Yeah. And so when somebody introduces change that all the people around you are resistant to, well, then you just kind of shrink back into that, even when you may see, oh, that might be good. Yeah. I think mean, that's part of that cognitive dissonance as well. Uh, and the last one to wrap it up, emotional attachment to the past. That's me and Cable. That's the boomers. That's yeah, the, the older absolutely. generation where they know their way, yeah. they want to stick to it, and they are, you know, they're emotional to yeah, it. Yeah, give me my 72 channels, and I can hit 35 and bring me to ESPN, and <laughs> that's it, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, so I think, like, those past three, cognitive dissonance, group dynamics, emotional attachment, I'm thinking, um, have you kept up with, like, you're a golfer now. <laughs> you kept up with like live golf versus yes. like PGA. Yeah, absolutely. Like live golf was is a yeah. is a big thing, right. especially like with a cognitive dissonance. Like a lot of the topic is how Saudi Arabia is running it, and exactly. it's like does that conflict with beliefs? But yeah. money and yeah, but that's a big change. It's a massive change. Yeah, and a lot of the old heads, if you would, <laughs> totally were against it. And I'm very new to golf. I don't watch a lot of golf. But it's funny, some of my friends who are way more in golf, way more involved in golf than me, were all open to the live thing. Uh-huh. I didn't like it because I liked just I liked people being honest. Yep. And when they were when the golfers were switching to live and they were giving all these reasons why, it's like 
just say because you're making a whole yeah, lot more money. That's, that's basically that's cool, right? <laughs> but now you've seen PGA has gone back on mm-hmm. what they said, and now they're working together. So that's just hypocritical and a mess. It's and changed, and it's that. a new thing, and I yeah. don't know what it'll look like in the next, you know, couple years, three years. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things that are com- that come about that are people are resistant to because of those reasons, and right. um, you know. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes sure. it's good. I think yeah. the the theme of this podcast specifically is that embracing change does have benefits That's right. uh, if you allow them to. Um, so it's important to think that, you know, to have a filter. Right. What's, what's good? What's for my uh, benefit? What's for the benefit of your industry, right. your family? Um, so there's multiple reasons and, and positive things that come out of embracing. Yeah. Change. I think like you're saying, it's, it's important to have an open mind when it comes to change. Yeah. Um, not, not a open mind where you just accept change yeah. and rock and roll with it, but right. it's speculatively. Okay. Well, let me consider if yeah. this is a better option. And sometimes you have to walk in that change before you really realize whether it's a good change or not even, right. but just being open to it. Um, that change can lead to a lot of growth. Yeah. I would say to meet change with curiosity, that's good. not resistance. That's good. So like look that. into it. Do, you know, that's kind of the theme getting into it. But um, but we did kind of come up with a list of like, and you may already have in your head, you know, the benefits of what, what sure. happens when I'm like embracing change. But right. we decided to give you a little, a little cliff note version uh, and just list some things of positive, positive aspects that come out of embracing change. Right. Um, but the first one. And it's pretty easy. It's pretty uh, self-explanatory, but it provides opportunities for personal growth and development. Right. Right. If when you when you're met with new things, new experiences, new challenges, um, you know, it, you're you're just you're improving. Right. You're you're educating yourself. You're getting more experience under your belt, and it just you're allowed to you're you're given the opportunity to just develop a little more maturity. It's huge. And a, a big part of embracing change too is innovation mm-hmm. and creativity. Yeah. Is that, you know, keep doing the same thing over and over and over. You're not innovating, you're not creating. And so being able to try new things, yeah. being willing to accept new things, it allows you to evolve your mindset. Yeah. And especially in business, um, you just can't keep doing it. Just because it worked before doesn't mean it's going to keep working yeah. for you. You have to adapt. You have to change. You have to grow. I mean, you think about with just the technology advances. If you don't start to adapt to some of those changes and get creative and innovate with those changes, you're going to be left behind. I'm thinking uh, in our industry specifically, the the super key. Right. I don't know when you got in, but um, when I got in, there was like a little square remote. I showed my office that Did yesterday. You? Yeah, the little remote yeah. that you attach to your keys. Yep. yep. And you had to use that to get – it's super as a lockbox to get into to list things. But, um, yeah, that's evolved over time to where it used to be like this huge clunky remote. You had to put a code in every time. Right. You had to download the code every single day. Then we got a little remote that was a little more convenient. Right. Now it's a Bluetooth app on our phone that we just hold up our phone and it, it just connects. I'm like – that took innovation. That took creativity. And it keeps progressing. Yes. The next thing that I see now is these lock boxes. I don't think we're doing it here in Baton Rouge yet, but these lock boxes that companies are putting on houses to where like it's for sale by owner and uh, individuals, not even licensed realtors can go in these yeah. houses and tour them. Yeah. So that gets a little spooky. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I'm very hesitant to change. Uh, but, you know, it's, maybe we uh, should embrace. No, I don't want to embrace not that. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. But yeah, that took innovation and creativity. Um, I love this next one. It's a competitive advantage. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, we've talked about, you know, being competitive and, and that's a, it can be an unhealthy thing, but, um, the advantage that you have when you embrace change is that like you could gain an, a competitive advantage over 
others in your industry because if everyone's doing uh, the same thing, getting the same results, right. you could do something different, get a little competitive advantage, and kind of take the lead of that pack. It's what makes you look. It's what makes you stand out. Yeah, being able to actually stick in and embrace that stain, it's change. Right. So if you're comfortable, you'll you'll keep doing the same thing everybody else is doing. But if you're like embrace change a little bit, you get a little get a little advantage there. Yeah, and I think it's important too. Like whether you're running a business or just changing your life and whatnot, it improves your relationships. That's mm-hmm. a big benefit by adapting and being willing to change because if it's like uh, I think of it like from a boss or like thinking of a boss if you're working for somebody who you know is going to be the same and not willing to change and not wanting to look at change then you're you're not willing to bring that person new ideas you're not willing to really share your thoughts you know, but when I've worked for people or, or or served under people and things like that, and I know that they are open to change, right. well, that improved my trust with them. Yeah. It improved my relationship with them because I knew they would be willing to hear something new, yeah. a new idea. So, you know, being open to change and showing other people that you're open to change improves communication yeah. and improves trust in relationships. Something I'm super thankful for when Brandy and I got married um, – we, uh, I mean, I was comfortable at the church we were at that yeah. we met, and uh, she she saw a change. Like, hey, I think we should change it up and go yeah. to a different church. But I was so thankful for that because you know our old church was uh, it was great, definitely a bubble of like sure. same demographic, same political, whatever. Sure. It just it felt very yeah. you know at the time that was what we all we knew. Yeah, um, going to a new church, we were just opened up to so many different like thought processes and perspectives to truly understand you right. know, a certain side of things. Right. Um, but if we wouldn't have had the, you know, embrace that change, we would have never improved. The re- Some of the relationships we have from that are just like, yeah, we wouldn't trade them for the world. Right. So it was right. super thankful for that. Uh, last one we have is enhanced flexibility and adaptability. Things are going to happen in your life. Yeah. They're going to knock it's you down. Um, so if you embrace change, if you're willing to embrace change, I don't think you'll be down for long. Exactly. Right. You got some flexibility and adapt. You can adapt to those things that come up and, um, you know, face them head on. The only thing that remains the same is that change is always happening. So it's like if you're resistant to it, then you're going to stay stuck while everything else is passing you by. Yeah. One of my pet peeves is when people say Mm -hmm. people don't change. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. Right. Now they change either for the better or for the worse, but they just don't stay the same. Yeah. You know, and, and I've heard that a lot, like when people are getting married. It's like, oh, well, you got to be careful. You obviously have to be careful yeah. who you marry. Right. But, you know, they, they, they make it feel like if if they were this way when they're 21, that they're going to be the same way when they're 31. Thank God I'm not the same yeah. person I was when I was Seriously. 21. And when Courtney and I first got married, uh-huh. I've changed a lot. So people do change. Um, the question is, are we changing for the good? Are we changing for the worse? Yeah. And not all change is good. Nope. Um, but like you said, how did you say it earlier, how we need to approach change? I would say we, we approach change with curiosity, not resistance. I like that. So, uh, but yeah, it's kind of up to you, of course. You know, I think that's why older generations are a little more resistant. Uh, you can call it resistance, but I do think they, when they hear change or something new, they don't meet it with just complete open arms. So right. it, it really is up to you because, you, like you said, not every change is good. No. It's up to you and your discernment, your wisdom to see and truly look into um, if that change is going to going to match with your your dynamics, your goals, your your lifestyle, and everything like that. But uh, but it's it's important to have an open mind with that. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
we could go a whole nother list of like red flags of things to look into, but we'll let you do that. You're on your own. That's okay? right. Maybe That's that'll right. be another episode, but, uh, but yes, you have to have an open mind and be willing to try because if you embrace change, you embrace growth. I love that. Yep. Embrace growth. And that's what we're trying to do here. That's why you're listening to this podcast is because you want to grow. And so I want to leave you with this, that if you're experiencing some things in your life, whether it's at home or whether it's at work or wherever it is that are making you uncomfortable or challenging you because they are changing, don't just completely resist it. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you need to grow through that, right? Remember that that opportunity for change or that possibility of change could be the growth that you need and it could actually lead to a good thing not saying it does make sure you evaluate it <laughs> and make sure maybe it's actually a good change yep. but don't just throw it away just because it is change yes sir anything else that's great man that's awesome cool well hey look guys thank you so much for being here today hope that was helpful in closing want to encourage you again even if you're not watching us on youtube hop on over to youtube yes subscribe to our channel and give us a like on this video it'd mean the world to us and again, thank you for watching or listening. We'll catch you next time. See ya.